Ramble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning to our listeners, but also good morning to you all. I'm so yes. happy to see you. Uh, welcome to You Can Sit With Us, everybody. Uh, I'm Ariel, one of your hosts, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello. Becky. Hi. And Matthew. Good morning. And Pesto, of course. Hi, Pesto. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, Pesto's sort of our uh, our like mascot dog today. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He's yeah. being good so good. Did you know pet in Spanish means mascota? Or it's like translated to mascota, which basically means your family mascot. Isn't that the oh, cutest? Mascota. That's really so cute. Mascota. Uh-huh. Wait, he so is. which of your dogs is your family mascot? I guess all of them. <laughs> I think, well, Pesto's kind of like the star child. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like the star. Ooh, he's the one that you've had the longest. Tell Maybe us who's Emma, your favorite. Had the well, Emma, we've had the longest. Because mm-hmm. we got Pesto to be Emma's companion. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Emma, Emotional support Pesto. But Who do you the love the behaved. most? I love all my children the same. Thing. I don't believe. Really? Yes. Even when they go pee-pee and poo-poo on places, that makes you still me mad. love them? <laughs> yes. I mean, you do that too, Becky. I still love you. So. <laughs> I only pee-peed and poo-pooed on your couch once. <laughs> it was one time. <laughs> one time. Get over it. <laughs> Grow one up. One time too many. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I remember when Bowie pooped. Pee peed and poo pooed on your couch when he was a puppy. Yes. Oh, yes. I mean, it just happens. It just, you know, kids, dogs. I, I felt so Maybe it's bad. more about your couch <laughs> than the animal. Maybe yeah. your couch is bad. It's a new couch. There's <laughs> clearly something wrong with your couch. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Not yet. Not that yeah. you know. Now you're asking for it. Pee pee poo poo <laughs> magnet. <laughs> Goodness. Well, everybody, today we're gonna manifest some things into existence, mm. and we all, all four of us, really know what it means. We're all, we have a full understanding. Yes. And Finding we totally man, knows what it means. <laughs> we're gonna go to a man fest. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's my cue because I have absolutely <laughs> no idea what. Ma- I mean, I have. I actually do have a sense of what manifesting means, but it seems like you guys are talking about something that I that is beyond my knowledge you don't like Same. I feel like I exploded into our culture like over the last like 10 10 years but mm-hmm. I've been hearing it a lot more in the last two right yeah you're our resident like manifesting expert I don't know if I'd call myself an expert but I find myself mm-hmm. manifesting little things this is all just okay. for fun I'm not manifesting like crazy things is oh. it like is it like so, magic where you're yeah, like what is trying it? to yeah. to Give like the definition like it's basically think like something into, into the laws of attraction so if you believe something will happen and you focus on that and you start to um modify your actions to get to that then you will, the universe, you will attract it into existence. Oh. So it's like the power of positive thinking plus behavioral changes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sometimes I mean, I guess pe- it pe- makes sense because the more you think about something, mm-hmm. the more it's at the top of your mind and the more you're going to take action. From right. It. Yeah. It's like, um, 
I, so I sometimes read those, uh, those like workout magazines, like, mm-hmm. you know, like self and shape and stuff. Magazines. And they say that if you think about uh, working out your abs, but you're not actually working out your abs, you actually are working out your abs. How? Your brain That's just the way abs. it works. Your brain is just making your it's abs like contract. Do you also have one of those electronic machines? It kind of works the same way where like, you know, those machines sort of go and they like contract your muscles. Uh-huh. And if you're thinking about working out your abs, you are, you are actually like sort of subconsciously sub- like contracting your muscles. Huh. Is that interesting? Yeah. New workout. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Just think about jazz. working out. Jazzercise. Lay down in your bed and think about working out. Trust I me, I have it like works. a better worded. It's okay. manifestation is bringing something tangible into your life through attraction and belief. If you think it, it will come. However, there is more manifestation than willpower and positive thinking. Oh, yeah. Does it what have else? anything to do with like like magnetics or uh, I don't sort of the the circle of the universe <laughs> maybe it's like attention like if you're thinking about something all the time then you'll recognize it more yeah. in the world mm-hmm. around you and if you want then something you'll go more that direction you're more likely to mm-hmm. just like change your actions in order to get there mm-hmm. you know what i mean i know that there was something viral going on tiktok that said like the three six nine rule where you like write it three times in the morning Six times at night, six six in the afternoon, and nine times at night, and then it's like you're being punished. I know, right? <laughs> it's not like lines, like in school. I know. <laughs> and so, what are some things that uh, that you have been manifesting, or that like people manifest? Like, what are some of once? What are some common things? Yeah. So, Is it like workout stuff, or like. I mean, a lot of people do workout stuff. A lot of people do like change in jobs if they're unhappy in their jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I like a year or two years ago now, I manifested. A new job. Oh, yeah. Because it was like within the same nursing mm-hmm. um, realm, but I was like super unhappy of where I was then currently. And then I like made actionable steps into transitioning into a different department. Oh, yeah. Okay. I also manifested Joe Jonas at a coffee shop. What? But that one's like a sillier one because like I didn't do any action things, but we were in New York for a wedding. Mm-hmm. And Zach's sister gave us like a list of cool stores to visit while we were shopping in Soho. She's like, you have to go here. Joe Jonas was there yesterday. I was like, well, there's no way he's going to be there today, but I'm, I'm going to manifest it. <laughs> so did you just like, okay, when you say I'm going to manifest it, so uh-huh. when you make that choice, so then in your head, you're saying like over and over again, I'm going to run into Joe Jonas. I'm going to run into Joe Jonas. Or is I don't it think like actively, I think spend she- like 30 seconds thinking like, <laughs> I hope I see Joe Jonas today. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what I did. And then, like, before we exited the subway, I was like, let's see if he's there. And he was there. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I did it with my brain. That's called stalking. (laughs) That's called having a good Dumois account. I know. Yeah, that's true. So you manifested, like, things like seeing Joe Jonas, but in, like, a serious way when you're thinking about manifesting. Like, you said you were thinking about manifesting a new job Mm -hmm. back in the day. So Mm -hmm. how did you... How did I? I think I'm confused about the process. Yes. What's the process of manifesting? I think the first thing is identifying a clear goal. Okay. And then the second here, I got, I got a Google article. Nice. Oh, okay. Be clear about your goals. Once you've set your intention, ask for what you want and write it down on a piece of paper. So a lot of people are visual. A lot of people will make like boards, vision boards. boards. Okay. Um, Uh uh, Some people like outline feelings or like uh, music 
and like um, some sort of emotion that they'll feel like once they attain that goal. Oh. And then you start working towards your goals. Uh-huh. Um, also being mindful for what you do have and what you will eventually receive and let go of any resistance and limiting beliefs and hmm. make sure to check and change your energy. Meaning. I mean, there's a lot of steps there. There's a lot like of steps. Yeah. yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I feel like this is just a, uh, like a very spiritual way of, uh, of just like accomplishing goals. Mm-hmm. So it's like goal mm-hmm. setting. Mm-hmm. What's the thing on TikTok that you were talking about before we started recording called the woo-woo? Oh, no, no, no. I just call, I just call things woo-woo. Oh. <laughs> like if it's something that's like a little spiritual but still like has a little bit of science to it, it's woo-woo. Mm. You know? It's woo-woo science. Woo-woo science. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like chlorophyll water is woo-woo science. There's, mm. there's nothing scientific. But it makes there's, you feel good. It makes you feel good, but no studies have really shown that it ah, actually okay. does anything beneficial for your body. Yeah. But it's woo-woo. And if it makes you feel good, then Absolutely. what's the problem? There's yeah. no issue with it. But there yeah. are a lot of manifestation videos on TikTok. There are, yeah. Like that's like I'm not in that. heard about it. <laughs> Mm. They're like, what I can manifest. And it was like a girl listing all the things. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard of it before. And then you have said it in conversation before. And that's why I was like, Maggie knows. I just like really like goal setting. Like okay. I really like writing things down and like checking things off my to-do list. And you actually got me like a manifestation mm. like checkbook at one of these like craft fairs, which I really oh, That's right. I was with Ariel and I was like, it says manifesting on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting it for her. Get it for her. <laughs> it's still January. Oh, we're going into February now. This will be out in February. But I feel like this past month I've been really like reflecting mm. and like planning and goals. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. And I think it's just fun. Like I sometimes when I pull into a parking or like, I'm going to go meet a friend. I manifest a parking spot. Mm, oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. We all need to do that. Never that's, find parking. Yeah. That's actually, so that's interesting uh, that you like mentioned sort of this parking spot idea mm-hmm. because I go into a situation like parking, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'm sort of dreading. I'm sort of mm-hmm. like dreading stressed. the process of, and, 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 and I'm stressed. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking to myself like, uh, like there's not going to be any parking. There's never any parking here. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's almost like you are being an optimist, uh, mm-hmm. about the situation because you're like, I'm going to find a parking spot. This is going to happen for me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. whereas I'm like, I'm not going to find a parking spot. And I never find a parking spot, you know? <laughs> and obviously sometimes I pull in and it's like right in front. Yes. And then there's other times where I'm just like searching aimlessly for 20 plus. But you always find one. You yeah, always, eventually always find one. Manifestation is Sometimes cool. I have to pay over $15 for the lot in downtown. But Ouch. That's okay. But it sounds like, you know, there's a lot of different ideas about how to, you know, go about things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like you're kind of uh, accepting the process and mm-hmm. and kind of also taking a little bit of responsibility for it too. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I am in ch- like I am going to create the good things that happen to me mm-hmm. instead of the universe allowing mm-hmm. good things yeah. to happen to me. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, cuz I'm not here to tell you like just think it in your head and then things will happen. Like I I'm, I'm going to be the next Pop star. I'm gonna win the lottery. But it reminds me a lot. My grandma was very religious. She's a Catholic woman, but like anytime she'd like submit her lottery tickets, she'd buy her lottery tickets like once a week and have her numbers. (laughs) But every single time she'd like shake her lottery ticket and she'd go plata, 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 which means money, money, money. (laughs) And so when I manifest things, I think of my mom and my grandma because they're a little Mm -hmm. superstitious too. Mm -hmm. So it's fun. 
Yeah. Yeah. So okay. what other things have you manifested other than Joe Jonas and a job? Um, but not, other that, than, not that those are inconsequential. Not those yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like things that don't start with a J. Um, like you, yeah. when you got a house, Oh yeah. You did a lot oh, of yeah. Manifesting for that. oh yeah, I did. Definitely. Yeah. Every single, we did some weird stuff when we were bidding on houses. We were like, we would submit by the end of, I think we submitted like 14 offers on so many houses, but like by the end of it, we were doing like the most obscure numbers that would add up to like our lucky numbers. <laughs> and our, our realtor's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> you were like, it's our lucky number. It's our lucky number. It was like, so, wait, so you would, it was your, it was it was your offer, you would offer a random number that would like add up to. That is so yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. As, as like, the person selling the house, I'd be like, what is this? What? 98 cents? Yeah. Are you, are you joking? <laughs> I remember when we were closing, we had like the person working on like the big old packet. He yeah. like called yeah. to clarify and make sure it was the right combination of numbers. Cause it was the most obscure thing. <laughs> wow. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. But it worked. It worked. It did. We sub- we tried it that did. that approach at least five times, but it worked. Uh-huh. Try, try, try again. You know? yeah. yeah, right. So it is kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy then too. Like mm-hmm. if you uh-huh. think something's going to go a certain way, then Yo. you kind mm-hmm. of like are taking steps subconsciously to make it happen. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. Have you guys, I mean, now that you understand kind of what manifesting means, have you guys done that in your lives recently? I don't think I I put the same kind of spiritual weight behind Mm it. You don't make a like Maggie. I am very goal oriented. So I like Mm -hmm. create those goals and then put Mm -hmm. the steps that I need to do to reach those goals. But I'm not like writing it down you know, 12 times a day or whatever it is, or like really thinking about it. Three, six, nine. (laughs) Damn you fine. (laughs) (laughs) Could you, I mean, do you have to write it or could you like think it? Yeah, you can think it. I think it's whatever. There's no place. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever like manifested anything. Like when you talk about like parking, the parking structure, Uh for example, I don't go into a parking structure going, I'm going to find a parking spot. I'm not going to find a parking spot. I go in, I'm 20 minutes early. I could take my time. If someone (sighs) needs to cut me off in this parking structure, that is, that is what today is, you know? Okay. I'm more of a like plan around it. Mm. You're kind of a let the universe happen to you sort of person. Yeah. But the fact that you're always early means that you have the like the flexibility to allow that also. Yeah. I don't like being stressed out when driving. Like I'm not mm-hmm. a very good driver. So like I like to take my time. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. You're putting yourself in a better situation. Yeah. Early. How do you yeah. guys feel about traffic? Because I feel like for for me, I mm-hmm. you know, I so I drove two hours this morning, right? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh and I I I'm kind of thinking to myself that I was manifesting like being in the fast lane, you know, when (laughs) when you like, when you like switch into a lane Uh and you're like, okay, this one's going to go faster. This one's going to go faster than that one. (laughs) You know, I totally did that. And it totally worked for me. I was like, I made this decision. I'm not, you know, like sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm driving and I just like, and I kind of let traffic happen to me. I just stay in my lane and I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm I'm listening to my audiobook. I'm good. Mm -hmm. You know, but, but I feel like today I was really like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing this lane. Right. This is going to be the fast one. Okay, now I'm going to switch. This is going to be the fast one. I, I know that's that's the worst way to drive because, because you're always <laughs> disappointed. in the lanes. Yeah. yeah. You're a weaver. But I feel like, mm-hmm. oh, so sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like today 
I totally manifested, you know, like I, I can call it that now because I know what it was, uh, but I totally manifested being in the fast lane. Mm. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. You thought about it. You willed it into existence. Yeah. And you did it. By weaving, you made sure everyone else was in a slow lane. Exactly. That's true. You slowed them down. You slowed down. Exactly. That's what they do say. Yeah. You You were the master of your own fate that day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm slowing this lane down. Yeah. Yeah, there was like a little cartoon going around about how like traffic jams happen. And it was just it's one car switches a lane. So then the car behind it does slow down for like a hot second. And then they showed the sort of ripple effect that switching lanes has on traffic. Tell me more about this. That was it. Tell everybody more people, about this. People need that was to it. Like understand like, more about how their actions affect other people. That's <laughs> yeah. what you're saying, Becky. This is a metaphor for life. Yes. Okay, because I actually have never heard this before. And yeah. so the fact that you guys just told me that by me switching lanes, uh-huh. it has it made more traffic. Uh-huh. I'm I, I I my life is Speechless. changed. Yeah. Speechless. My life is changed. A woman was too stunned to speak. I seriously had no idea that Do I was doing that. Do you think you switching lanes like moves traffic forward? Is that why you like to? Well, you oh like, gosh, no, yeah. no, no, no. It's a purely selfish act. Mm. Purely <laughs> selfish. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Yeah. Tell, it does. Please. What? What else? What? What are the ripple effects? Like, tell. <laughs> tell me. Tell our listeners. That was it. It's just when you switch a lane, the car that you've gone in front of slows down. And then it causes the car behind them to slow so, down, and then probably the one that you moved uh-huh. from. You know, probably had to slow down too because it's all you moving. You know, so uh-huh. people yeah. are more cautious when people are switching lanes, or they should be. So yeah. It causes everyone to slow down in the situation. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the cars behind them then have to react to that. So then usually the seconds that they're slowing down mm-hmm. as you go further away oh, gets, longer. gets longer and longer. So that's why you're like on the highway a lot of times. And there's all this traffic, and you're like, there's nothing to stop for. There's no accident. There's no uh-huh. construction. There's nothing. It's just like congestion from. Mm. For people yeah. moving and weaving and stuff and it just yeah. ends up slowing everyone down and so I bet that that's why that happens uh, at that intersection downtown uh, <gasps> that crazy one where it's like 12 lanes trying to get off uh-huh. the, but, oh but they're gosh. also but you're also like merging like 6th street yeah like 6th street downtown whatever yeah. it is yeah, yeah. Um, have you guys ever been the non-Californians mm. sorry Maggie but I don't know if they do this where you were from mm. or if it's just like an LA thing the cops weaving to slow down traffic if there's oh. an accident I, I don't know if our listeners have seen that anywhere else, but in no, LA, I've never seen it. you've never a cop seen it. Will try and oh, specifically yeah. slow down traffic if there's an accident, or sometimes they just do it as like traffic control or debris. And, or and yeah, if there's something yeah. that they need you to slow down for, a cop will go just zigzagging left and right, left and right over all of the lanes. Mm-hmm. And the first time it ever happened to me, I had never seen anything like it. <laughs> I was the very first car after the cop. Yeah. Why did I take my phone out and record it? Who knows? <laughs> But I was like going so slow and I was like, Keith, look at this. What's happening? <laughs> What's going on? The exact so same funny. thing happened to me and I had no idea what was happening. It's confusing. I was yeah. like, why is he driving like a crazy person? <laughs> like, is this co- like this cop is is like physically trying to make everybody nuts. Like what yeah. is happening? Yeah, it was and wacky. Then, and then there was like a hay bale in the middle of the road. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. he's trying to stop all of the traffic so that somebody can push this hay bell off. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's yeah. always the worst when you're like the first car behind it too. You're like, oh, you're like, no, no. Yeah. right now you're trying. There've been one more. You're looking yeah. at the car that was in front of you, yeah. speed off. You're, you're like, like oh, gosh, darn it. Why? Is that just LA, Maggie? Though, as our resident Californian, I know I can't think of a state. I mean, I'm not in states for that long where I'm doing like a lot of freeway driving. I would assume they they do at other places, but I've seen it a lot in LA because we have such yeah. big highways. Mm. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, did they do it like in the, did you ever see it when you were like in high school? I feel like, yes, mm -hmm. but like our freeways in so maybe a California Orange County thing. aren't as wide as like the 405. The 405 uh, sometimes is like eight yeah. like lanes yeah. wide. I remember picking up a friend who flew in from Portland. Yes. <clears throat> and she was taking photos of how, like the size of the 405, they're like, we don't have freeways like this. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. So I think we just have so much room and maybe yeah. it's like more yeah. calm. Yeah. And it's more huh. it's like watching a cop car go back and forth that many lanes. You're like, what? It's crazy. What? <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Hmm. Uh, Let's go. You have to promise to be honest. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> we can cut it out if it's too honest. We can cut it out if it's too honest. Okay. Do you sometimes go into the carpool lane even if you do not have two more or more people in your car? Well, with an electric, well, with an electric car, you can. <laughs> you, have, you have a sticker. So yes, you all have electric cars, don't you? Not me. No. Prius, baby. We're living in hybrid We life. haven't been able to update the registration to a new address. Like the DMV will not allow us to for some reason. Hmm. Um, so we haven't gotten that luxury. But also... <clears throat> The time of day that I'm driving, the carpool lane is just as slow as regular traffic. Okay. So I'm so like, like, I'm not missing out on time. anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't. So no. I've never done it. I know. I'm and too scared. I never did it when I didn't have an electric car. I was too afraid I would get. Wow. Yeah. Whatever. It's scary. So, wow. You guys are too scared. It's a very scary. good like self-policing thing. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. I've never done it. I think I've done it once for like a freeway interchange because I was late to clinical when I was driving from. And you were like, Voot. I like, cause you know how like there's certain freeway on ramps where you can enter through the carpool lane mm -hmm. or you can enter mm -hmm. on the right side mm -hmm. with the regular people. And it was flying. I was like, I'm going to miss my class. And I was like, wee, <laughs> it flew over. Bobo was in the car. Counts. <laughs> but I see a lot of people do it. Yeah. Even if they just do it for a little bit to get around people. Yeah. So, yeah. To zigzag. Yeah. Do you do it, Ariel? <gasps> <gasps> she looks guilty. <laughs> Ariel. I lay, I lay, I lay. No judgment. Oh. I don't judge. You. I do. <laughs> I do do it. Yes. I go I go into the carpool lane if it is going a little bit faster, and then I will kind of jut out of it. I think it has to do with risk tolerance. <clears throat> hmm. Mm -hmm. oh. You know. Well, uh -huh. if you have a kid in the car, isn't that yeah, that's carpool. Yeah. Then too, so. He's a people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, kids are people. They yeah. Dogs. Kids are people too. Dogs are not allowed, even though they're expensive. They should be. <laughs> Ariel, I'd love to hear. <laughs> okay, mom. Yes, Pixie. <laughs> I'd love to dive a little bit Tell deeper me. into that. Now, when you're alone in the car, not including a child, because mm -hmm. obviously mm -hmm. carpool, I think I'd just love to see what's going through your head in that <laughs> You're like, um, are you knowing that you're breaking the law? Like, are you like, I'm breaking the law, here I go? Or is it an afterthought? <sighs> that's, a, that's a really good question. Um, <clears throat> the ends justify the means. <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't know. She is a I, resident bad girl. I know. She's the only girl, one who's been bad girl. girl. I oh. think, I do think I like being a little naughty. <laughs> Mom, breaking the rules. I think it feels a little naughty. <laughs> 
to like go into because you're not supposed to. True, you know? true. Uh-huh. And, uh, and like I don't stay in there for very long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so not only are you breaking into the carpool lane, but you're leaving before it's time to exit. You're going yeah. over a double no, yellow. No. I definitely, I always do that if I absolutely have to. Which is basically oh, no, I absolutely have to. Only if I absolutely have to. I usually wait for the dotted line. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Likely story. I know. <laughs> I won't do it again. No, I, it's it like it feels a little. You know, like I get bored when I'm driving, and I'm sort of like. Ooh. Ooh. Is it because it's so a victimless crime? This is how she crime? got here so fast today. <laughs> I know. She's she like, I thought I was going to be crime. late. But, but I wasn't. But I, I, also, I also get a sick pleasure from the Google Maps number going down. <laughs> you know, when it says that uh-huh. it's it like that you're going to get there at 8.54. You got to beat and it. Then, and, then it starts, and then it starts dropping down yeah. at 8.53, 8.52, And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Saving time. It's the little, little it's things the little in life. Things. You yeah. really, you know. You got you to enjoy the process uh, yeah. just as much as you enjoy <laughs> You know? Yes. Uh, I, I, I manifested uh, yeah, get, see? You know, getting here on yeah. time. You're doing it subconsciously. And, you and took I subconsciously you went to into the carpool lane, even uh-huh. though it was only me in the car. <laughs> what okay. other um, victimless crimes do you commit, Ariel? Oh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> How about you, Becky? Yeah. Well, my kinds only have victims. Why don't, you, why don't you name some victimless crimes and we can all decide we whether can all we raise have our done hands if we've done um, it. You have not put back the shopping cart. Uh, definitely have not done that before. <gasps> You've never not no, put I back the shopping cart? not put it back. So you have done this, yes. Where you've left it in like an empty parking space. It's like too far away, or you know. Oh. Just, and there are other cars. Never. Oh. There's a radio show on um, like some alternative station, and they do. Um, it's called Cart Narks, mm-hmm. and this guy <laughs> will wait people. in his car no for way. people to not put his put their carts away, and oh. then he goes, wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. <laughs> and he goes out after them. And he goes, hi, I just want to ask you, like, why didn't you put your cart back? Oh my god! Oh my god. People grabbed his phone and like thrown it on the ground oh my <laughs> people got like violent when you asked them that why they didn't so put their card they get called out yeah. oh my gosh no i'm a serial <laughs> cart put backer yeah. like if there are a couple carts around me i will like oh boop, you're boop, nice boop. you I'll grab put, those carts grab and those put them away no, no, yeah. i just put, put my it with those cars. <laughs> <laughs> there are two kinds of people in the parking lot if, world yeah. <laughs> if i am like the only person and like my cart would clearly be the only cart there. Right. And then I'll, I'm like, oh, yeah. fine, I'll go put it away. But if there's a couple of carts that are already yeah. hanging out, I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll fill mine with their carts. Too tempting. <laughs> I also think, you know, that like there, there are cart people that come around, uh-huh. right? And so if there's three carts together, <clears throat> that makes it easier for them. Makes it easier to grab. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are their victimless crimes? Crimes. Oh, do you ever not pay your meter? I feel like maybe Never. these are just crimes against the city. Never. <laughs> do, you have, do you ever do little crimes because all your tax money is going to the military oh. instead of your own neighborhood? Like, like double parking or something like that. Like double I'm parking, no. just just to get like a just to go in and grab your coffee or something. Okay, so I think I have a theory on double parking. Mm-hmm. Huh. You can double park if there are no other parking spots around. Zero other parking spots. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. I will not get mad at having to go around your car. Mm-hmm. L.A. in particular, people did not do this in Chicago. Like literally yesterday we we're driving, someone double parked next to a car, probably 10 feet ahead was an actual curb parking spot. No. Wow. Whether or not that curb spot parking spot was there when the guy got there, it was like, why wouldn't you just drive two more seconds? 
Mm. And or block a driveway. Yeah. Right. Block Instead of one driveway a car. They wanted, for two to feel, they wanted to feel naughty. Naughty. It was probably <laughs> Ariel's also car. power. You know, like, <laughs> was it Ariel? Feel like, was, was it Ariel's car? <laughs> there were two babies in there. I wasn't here. I did knock on the window. <laughs> you okay in there? <laughs> oh my God. What are some other victimless crimes? Oh, uh, not picking up your dog poop. Oh, never. Mm. Uh-uh. I feel like I usually always do. There's been yeah. some times I haven't, but probably 98% yeah. of the time. Oh, yeah, like if, you, if, if you forget a bag yeah. and you're like, I'll come or back for it. Or if it's just like pure it. liquid, like what can you do? I've picked you know? up yeah. Bowie's poop with <laughs> leaves before, like multiple really? leaves. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> when we lived in a certain neighborhood, uh, his his uh, the place that he was living got infested by rats and rats Ooh. survive off of dog poop. Oh, wow. Because it has all the vitamins and nutrients to sustain them. So I always, that's like. So Maggie's picking it up to keep the rats away. (laughs) Yeah. And Uh, it's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like in um, your old neighborhood had doggy bags. Yeah. Because I was dog sitting the pups once and forgot the bags and they were there. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. bags. I've definitely picked up uh, poop with leaves before too. Yeah. And a coffee Uh, cup. But usually it's only if if I'm like in my neighborhood and I know a lot of my neighbors. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I don't, don't I like, what if they lawn? saw me? What <laughs> if know? they know like, what Bean's poop looks like? What if they saw me in there? Looking at, out the window, they're like. I have this fear of somebody coming out and being like, you left poop on my lawn. Yeah. You know? Uh, so it's not so much the like, the feeling of civic duty. It's okay. more the fear of retaliation. Yeah. Yeah. Getting repercussions. Caught. But isn't that the whole yes. reason we don't like commit crimes and do bad things is the fear of. Yeah. That, that is. I mean, hopefully morally nobody wants to murder anyone, but I would say right. a big deterrent of murder is going to jail forever. Yeah, for sure. Self-policing. Self-policing. Yeah. Self-policing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got like some guy ran after me and Bowie one time in a neighbor in our old neighborhood because someone let their dog off leash and it like picked up on their ring camera and there was a poop and I was the only one on the street because the owner had just gone back in and they're like you let your dog poop on my lawn and I was like it it wasn't it wasn't me he's like my ring camera went off and now there's a poop and you're on this street I was like it it wasn't me I swear whoa I, he was gaslighting me so hard that I was like was it me and I was like no it Did wasn't I, I have bags and I like showed him my bags and then I think later he went into the ring footage and actually watched the video and realized it, well, do people have knowledge of time on oh their hands God. like grow up it's a poo poo in your yard there's a know, lot seriously. of other things to spend your time doing yeah, yeah. there are bigger problems like in the world like manifesting. <laughs> Wait, I have to know. Did, he, did he apologize? No. Oh my gosh. No. That's crazy. No. That's, that's what a dingus. Yeah. yeah. Well, to bring it back to manifesting, Becky, you actually manifested something <gasps> yesterday. Oh my Remember? God. Yes. So yesterday, we didn't tell Ariel about this story. Uh huh. So yeah, I subconsciously manifested. So we were, um, Keith and I were sitting at home, just finished doing laundry, and Bang Bang Noodles, our favorite noodle spot in the world, popped up on my Instagram and I was just thinking about it. And like 20 minutes passed and I was like, let's go to Bang Bang Noodles. They're over, you know, in a place that they're closer than they normally are. And I was like, oh, let me text Matt because he lives around... Mm-hmm. I don't want to say how close, maybe you live further <laughs> away, maybe you live right next door, maybe you're 10 miles away. We all live in LA. Everyone yeah. lives in LA. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll text Matt and say, hey, do you want to go meet us at Bang Bang Noodles? We're going to leave now. And it just so happened 
that I was already walking on my way there. <laughs> no way. Yeah. So then we're like, great, we'll leave now. We get in our car. We're about 10 minutes away. And I go, OK, I'm going to look on, find my friends to see if Matt left already or not. And who do I see in the same area? Hello. But Matt. <laughs> no and way. so I said, hey, do you want to meet me and Matt at Bang Bang Noodles? <laughs> And Maggie sends me back a picture of the Bang Bang Noodle guy <laughs> making her noodles. I was like, She's I'm here there. too. So all three That's of crazy. us separately decided to go to the exact same spot yes. at the exact same time. It would have been one thing if she, you were there at 12, I was there at 1, Matt was there at 2. Yeah. Like, okay, what, what was the time? Was it like a weird time? No, it was like 3-something. Like, yeah. like and that, that is a, a weird time. It's a weird time. It's not dinner. No. Snack time. That's so strange. Isn't that weird? so weird. Yeah. Wow. Becky manifested it all yeah. of us together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. It sounds like, it sounds like witchcraft. <laughs> like it was. It was just, it was one of those things I was like, oh, it's a party. I was like, oh look, Maggie looks like she's kind of near there. Maybe she's shopping. Yeah. That is so fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. I wish I was here. I know. If you were here, we would have called you up and yeah. been like, well, now you have I'm to, sure come. You would now have have to come. come. I'm sure you would have already been on your way. Yeah, that's true. If you were here, you know? yeah, Becky clearly didn't manifest me there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Mama. Oh, no, Mama. Oh, no. I would have brought you news. I'm so sorry, Mama. <laughs> yeah, um, she knew I was. I knew she was in Big Bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Skiing mm-hmm. up a storm. Ariel, I need to know about skiing. I've never gone skiing. What do you want to know? I don't really understand skiing. Um, how big is a slope? How far is it? How fast do you go? <laughs> how hard does it, how much does it hurt when you hit the snow? Mm. And like, how do you not hit yeah, other people? And aren't you scared because Liam Neeson's wife died? <gasps> after that, those That's are all scary, right? excellent um, questions. I'll start at the beginning. I'll start at the beginning. Don't about Liam Neeson's oh, wife. She was the mom God. in a parent trap. Oh my God. The oh, blonde no. lady. I thought you were talking about it in a movie. No, in real life. Same with Bono. Bono? Bono? Not Bono. Sunny and Cher. Sunny Bono. Sunny Bono. Bono. Also died in a skiing accident. And this French guy just died in a skiing accident. (gasps) Okay. (laughs) He's an actor. I was like, this French guy. This French guy. He's an actor. He's a French French, guy. There's a famous French actor. They're probably doing like kind of crazy slopes or something. Yeah, yeah. That's what I don't get. I'm like, what is, to me, a slope looks like in Mario Kart. They like, can. There they can. are like debris that you jump over. Oh no! Oh, no there are no, trees no. that you have to go around. <laughs> You're so in I the Olympics. How, um, Sunny and both Liam Neeson's wife uh-huh. both hit a tree. They hit a oh, tree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so uh, most of the like, well, I'm not gonna say most because uh, there's a lot of different types of skiing. So there's, mm-hmm. um, I mean, obviously there's a difference. You're asking about downhill skiing, and okay. because there's cross country skiing, which is very different. Um, so cross. Uh, let's start mm-hmm. there. Sure. Downhill, meaning mm-hmm. you're going down a hill. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cross country. Flat. Flat. How do you ski on flat? It's a workout. It's a workout. It's like, it's like running. S- skating. It's like running and skating. You have to, you have like these special skis that, so it's basically like running on the snow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? But, but your skis kind of slide, but you have to propel them with your like, muscles. Your muscles. Yeah. Whereas... Downhill skiing, uh-huh. the I mean gravity, gravity. is gravity. propelling gravity, you, and and you have to use your muscles to keep gravity <laughs> from propelling you faster. Oh. How do you know when you're at the bottom? Is there like a finish line? Mm, no, uh, usually they are designed so yeah. that like there's a lift at the bottom or there's a lodge oh, at the it's bottom. Like flat. Yeah, and it gets flat. 
Yeah. Have you ever been worried about getting stuck in a lift? I've seen some videos. People oh, get absolutely. stuck and then you have to hold the big I've blanket. Never them, stuck and lift, then they have to jump into your blanket. Funny story. One time it was actually fun. when I was learning, <laughs> it was actually when I was learning how to ski and I was getting onto the chairlift uh-huh. with my aunt and I had the poles, you know, cause when you're skiing, uh-huh. you have two poles and you put them in your lap uh-huh. when you're on the ski lift. So I had put them on my uh-huh. lap and she <gasps> sat on them oh. when you're getting onto the lift. And so instead of like pulling them out, I pulled them out and it, like propelled her forward no. off of the lift. So then no. she fell to the ground. No. No. Luckily it was right, you know, right as when you get as you were going up. It's so, so there's always there's usually like a huge pile of snow from yeah. when they like clear there. Uh, so she just fell like in this huge pile of snow and it was fine. <laughs> so then did you continue up? Yeah. And she's just in the snow pile and had yeah. to wait for like the next chair. Yeah. Wow, Matt. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And How old were first... you? Was that like last year? Last year. It's actually yesterday now. It was, I think I was in middle school. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds like a kid thing. To you do. little yeah. shit. And it was the first time. And then it was the first time I had, I was on a ski lift by myself. You know? <laughs> so you were scared. Yeah. yeah. Did you manifest that for yourself? Your first time on a ski lift. Yes. Oh my God. I really wanted to do it by myself. So the ski lift never stops. It's like getting on like, well, Haunted it, Mansion. They it can, can stop, stop it. So, oh, it can okay. stop if, like, if there's an accident. If there's an accident, like somebody falling off or being literally pushed off of oh yeah or like dragged mm. okay yes. so you take this lift you're going up you go so, so you the hit lift, the top of yep, the hill exactly you is jump it, off you jump <laughs> oh yeah jump down no you slide off slide off yeah, okay slide. is there a man at the top of the mountain like on a mm. water slide that tells you when to go Mm-mm. no 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 <gasps> you no. just go you just go you just go uh-huh. at any time what uh-huh. about the other people around you how do you collectively decide? Like, you are just there have lanes? to avoid them. There are no lanes. Uh, everybody skis at a different pace, and you okay. kind of have to like that's that's actually part of skiing. Just it's just like driving, where everybody's you know everybody drives at a different pace, and you just sort of have to be aware of the people around you, you know. Mm. And so usually I'll be at the top of the hill, and I'll sort of clock like, okay, here's a snowboarder because snowboarders they they like flop down sometimes um, and they'll okay. stop in the middle of the thing. So I, so I try to avoid the snowboarders uh-huh. and, um, and then you can see, you know, like, okay, this guy, this guy's probably going to be fast, but, and this guy's probably going to be kind of slow and you know, this family is together. You, so like you just sort of uh, take all these things into consideration. And so I, I like to take like a side route a lot and, some really good skiers will go into the trees or, Whoa. you know, because it's, it's exciting, you know, but, the, but usually the, Death the always it's is. like a ride. Yeah. yeah it's like a ride. Yeah. So, so usually the, um, the, I mean, not like a ride because rides engineers make rides. Engineers made the hill. Yeah, because yeah. engineers make the slopes. God, mm-hmm. What is God but an engineer of the world? A structural engineer. So the slopes are these big wide open spaces where the trees have been cleared, where they. Ariel. Like, what? The trees have been cleared. The trees have been cleared. <gasps> yeah. The trees. <laughs> yeah, usually, usually. God's decorations. <laughs> they made Christmas Global trees out of them. Caused by Skiers. <laughs> yeah. We, we, found found it. like, we found it. It's not big oil. It's not giant corporations. <laughs> it's ski slopes. <laughs> well, there's different level like different levels of difficulty. Mm-hmm. There's different slopes okay. that are different. Mm-hmm. Like how many are there? Know. I know there's green, blue, and black. Are uh-huh. those the only ones? Well, then they have like double black, double black, double yeah, double black, double diamond, double mm-hmm. you know. Do you triple. both ski black? Uh-huh. Yeah. Whoa. Sometimes. Whoa. I don't. I haven't skied like 
one weekend in the past five years, you know? Yeah. I skated. I'm a little rusty. I skated double black four times yesterday. <gasps> Whoa. Times. She lives to tell the tale. You know what? It's mostly Unless like, she's a ghost right now. I do. And we just manifested her being here and yeah. that we were all actually like, well, well, I, I this love is going to be interesting is, for I the listeners to see. I love where this is going. No. Uh, so I, I hate lines. I think you guys mm. all know this. Mm-hmm. And uh hate I s- lines, but also hates cutters. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm a I'm a selfish human being. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I was like, I just wish there weren't other people at things I was doing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I would love to be the first in yeah. line all the time. Um and so when and so what, what Ned and I did was we skied this double black and then we would go to this lift that had zero line because no, because there weren't that many people skiing mm-hmm. with double black. And then we would Zip up the 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 lift, do the double black again. Mm-hmm. Zip up the lift, do the double black again. I mean, at least you're good enough to do double black because yeah, you got you you don't like to be around people, and that's yeah. a lot of stress. So when it comes to the difficulty levels, mm-hmm. what is that entailing? Like, what is difficult about a double black that is not difficult steeper. about a it's, yellow? It's yeah, it's usually steeper. steeper. Sometimes they Usually's don't more narrow. they don't groom it as well. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of moguls, which are like little bumps. Yeah, <gasps> moguls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they have moguls. like moguls? They're like speed bumps. You know. <laughs> yeah, like they're Richard like Branson laying down. Speed bumps. Moguls of business. Jump me. Exactly. Mark Cuban's like, you got this. It's just turned to a completely different sport. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, usually they're pretty steep, but like. Um, and and the steeper it is, the faster you go, obviously, because mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. gravity that's propelling you. Gravity, gravity. Um, and so, mm-hmm. in order to uh, like slow down, you turn, uh, because if your skis are going straight down the hill, mm-hmm. then you're going to go straight down the hill. Mm-hmm. But if your skis are, uh, you know, going sideways, Piano. then you're going to stop, because oh, okay. you know you have these long, like you know, pieces of wood that are uh-huh. sitting on the snow that are holding you up. And uh-huh. so, if you turn going down the hill. Uh, like almost like yeah, almost like doing oh. a serpentine. Then, then you can go at whatever pace you want, mm-hmm. um, but you have to use your muscles in like your legs and in your abs to kind of uh, maneuver yourself um, into those turns. Mm. Yeah, and so also a workout. Yeah, it's 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 also sounds a like a big workout. It is. Yeah, yeah. it's a good like. Does uh, it hurt when you fall? Oh yeah, I can yeah. I've fallen. Oh times. yeah, I it went skiing for bad. the first time last year, and mm-hmm. Zach was like, "You can do a blue." You you could do it, and I like completely. <laughs> it was like my first day. He's like, I I can I can see you can you you can handle it. So I went down this like steeper one, and I just completely like fell oh, forward. Yeah. Oh, and like falling in skis, slid down. You like yeah. don't really know how to get up. It's that's yeah. how people like break legs and stuff mm-hmm. because your skis can go in all different directions. Ugh. And so like you know you, and so your skis are attached to boots. And uh-huh. like the bindings are designed to pop off right. if, for if safety. like, yeah, for, for like safety oh. so that, so that your, so that your leg doesn't get like twisted, twisted, twisted. Um, but sometimes they don't. And you so mean? you're stuck like in a very weird position, like after you've fallen, uh, my family likes to call it a yard sale. When you fall and, and all of your gear all your comes stuff. out, yeah. Yard sale. Like, oh. yard sale. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, we'll come home and uh, like, We'll have like a scratch on our face or something like that, and and uh, my mom my mom has stopped skiing a couple of years ago, and um, and she'll be like, uh, you know, oh what what happened? And we're like a yard sale. Oh, <laughs> we had a yard sale. 
Well, now everyone wears helmets. Yes. Like when I learned <gasps> how to ski, no one Nobody wore helmets. Wore helmets? I, didn't, I didn't even know that helmets were like a thing that you could wear a helmet yeah. until I was in my 20s. <gasps> I wore a helmet. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, now everyone wears helmets. Me helmet. too, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that's kind of like when we were little, you didn't have to wear a helmet when you rode a bike. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Right? Probably very similar. Oh my but God. yeah, like Jesus, now, man. now a lot of people wear. What are you, dirty laundry pastor? <laughs> Yard sale. He's just like Yard sale. Um, that's exactly. that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I think you would. Uh, you maybe, need to try no, it at least once. No, actually, I don't think Becky. Would I feel like it. you would. I think like, the more you described it, I was like. <sighs> I feel. I feel like you would like just try like the bunny slope. That's actually yeah. quite fun. I would do. I've heard of tubing. The way that they do tubing on like so lakes really that they do like, on snow. I feel like I'd be okay with that. Yeah. You can hang with me on the green. <laughs> Bunny slopes, bunny slopes. <laughs> I would do what Wes was doing on your Instagram story, where like I w- like had a little harness on, and uh-huh. someone was just pulling me around. Mm-hmm. So I, he was pulling me. Oh, okay. So was, I would have your children pull me around. Oh, you know okay, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I would yeah, have yeah, Wes yeah, pull yeah. me around the slopes. I'd be like, so sledding, sledding, yeah. mm, cool. into sledding. I'm into that. Yeah, mm. snow sports, snow sports, yeah. bob sledding. Yeah, just jump. Yeah, <laughs> Becky likes the Becky <laughs> likes the opera ski. Easy. Yeah, She's I like, like I'll the meet you part. at the bottom at, when you're the done. Cocktail hour. We'll, yeah. we'll get we'll yeah, get a hot tub. Yeah, mm-hmm. hot go. chocolate, coziness. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. fires. Oh yeah, I get that. I like all those things. That's I want to go to the Swiss Alps. I've seen photos. Ooh, yeah. It looks Ooh. cool, but I don't know how to ski very skillfully. I don't feel more. like there's greens in the there Swiss are. Alps. There are. There totally are. Yeah. There. I mean, their uh, their runs are longer mm. because the mm-hmm. mountains are higher. Mm. Uh, I want to get strapped to your back just so I can like, <laughs> see it. I'm I, like, got well. I got you guys. I actually skied with a backpack for the first time uh, because snacks? last time we went skiing, snacks. snacks. Last time we went skiing with Wes, we had to carry all of his gear. <laughs> Oof. And, uh, and so I got a special skiing backpack that can hold skis. And so oh. it's actually a game changer <laughs> because now when Wes, you know, at the in the middle of the hill is like, I want to ski down on my butt. I'm like, fine. Excuse. <laughs> strap him to you know, just strap him to my back and yeah. and like I just follow him down. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It's uh Perfect. it's really fun. It's uh, I, again, it's about the process. It's mm. not a you know, it's not about getting to the bottom of the hill. It is about You're not racing. Loving how to ski. Hmm. Would you do water skiing? Well. Yeah. I think I'd do water skiing. Yeah. And you're being pulled. Really? I think you're being pulled. Yeah. I think it's the like but then when you fall, it hurts. Yeah. And when you try, it's really hard to get up. I mean, yeah. when you're, you're walking, you fall, it hurts, you know? That's true. <laughs> That's true. True, true. <laughs> it does hurt when you fall as an adult. Nothing is more awkward than an adult falling down. It is just like, so true. anytime I see it happen to someone, so anytime true. it Over happens to me, I'm like, this is so embarrassing. I was mm-hmm. holding once like giant Ikea bags on either side of me and like a purse uh-huh. and I just bit it and the bags were so heavy that like inertia took me. Oh, and so no. I went forward and I just like dropped to my knees and I was like, so fucking embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. It's I so feel like embarrassing to fall as an adult. Yes. I feel like it's even more embarrassing for really tall people. Yes. I'm looking at oh, miles. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Because you have a lot farther to fall. <laughs> arms and legs everywhere. It's always bad. <laughs> Longer arms Just limbs. Yeah. Just yeah. limbs and alterations. I tripped on a crack in December and gashed my knee <gasps> open wow. really badly and it took forever to heal just because it's like such a mobile joint. Right. Uh-huh. Oh my God. And I, the, there was one person staring right at me as it happened. And it was the most mortifying thing. I, I was like, it didn't even hurt. 
but <laughs> he, he stared at me and he like tried to like help me up. And I was like, don't touch me. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. But it didn't hurt. I love when strangers like don't know what to do. Yeah. Right. Like I felt the, like two awkward. times I've ever run in my life. I just bit it in front of this guy, like right on a corner. Like I was trying to avoid him and just fell. <laughs> and he like stopped and was like, uh, and I was like, uh, <laughs> don't leave me. Just as awkward so, for them as it is for you, yeah. right? <laughs> he was like, I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. And we were both like looking away. <laughs> I like how you say bit it. Usually when, when I am referring to somebody falling, I say ate it. Oh, ate it, bit it. Mm-hmm. But they probably come from the same like etymology. Yeah, what, maybe, I what do you guys say? I see. You fall hard. Yeah, when you fall hard, do you say like, like bow? Bit the bow. <laughs> Yeah, I wiped Whoa, out. Look at that wipeout. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, oh, I totally ate it. <laughs> that sounds so, <laughs> so like snowboarder. Bro. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yard sale, dude. <laughs> yeah, yard sale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, guys, well, that was beautiful. Should we answer mm. a question from the audience? Let's oh, do it. Oh, yeah. Should we answer an question. audience question? It says, hi, all. First, I want to say how much I absolutely yeah. First, I want to say how much I absolutely love your pod. I always look forward to Tuesday mornings. You all have helped me through these crazy COVID times, and I can't thank you enough. I, a 19-year-old female, am currently in my first year of college. With Valentine's Day around the corner, I can't help but think about my non-existent love life. I'm 19, and I still haven't had my first kiss or boyfriend. Granted, my last two years of high school were in COVID peak. While I am aware that a boy is not going to solve all of my problems, I still would like someone to do all the cute couple things you see in the movies. (laughs) I am also also grappling with the idea that society is teaching women that they are valuable only if they are desirable because of their appearance rather than their personality. Especially as a taller girl, I'm 5'10". I feel like I am seen as undesirable due to my height and lack of traditional feminine traits. Oh, girl. I could go into that. Yeah. You wear those heels. Yes. I want to be an independent. Models are tall. Exactly. Is that a model? 5'10". Girl, you a model? model? Yeah. (laughs) I want to be an independent young woman who doesn't worry about her relationship status as I realize I have the rest of my life to find a partner, but that doesn't stop me from thinking about it from time to time. I know that you've touched on the idea... I know that you've touched on the idea of being a late bloomer in previous pods, but do you have any advice for me? Thank you. Huh. I I can address the uh, height yeah, thing. Address it. the tall elephant in the room. As a as a not small person, mm-hmm. I definitely uh, you know when I was about her age, you know, like in my later teenage years, mm-hmm. eighteen, nineteen, I was like I wanted to be small because mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you are you know when you're l- like looking for love, you know, you kind of I don't know as <clears throat> as a woman, it's it's uh, there's sort of this understanding that that like you're gonna be with somebody who is taller than you mm-hmm. and who is bigger than you. You know, like I don't know. Maybe it's like a sexual thing. You want somebody who can pick you up, and I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But that definitely affected me as as like a you know a taller woman. Um, I you know yes, models are tall, mm-hmm. but you never feel like a model when you're walking with your you know, like mm. friends and none of the guys 
are your height, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. like nobody's looking at you being like, oh my God, you're so statuesque. They're like, oh, she's, she's so tall. Mm-hmm. What did yeah. you do to like overcome this? Because you and Ned are about the same. We're about height. the same height. Yeah, you're we about are. hitting the same. Same with you and Zach mm-hmm. are like roughly mm-hmm. right around the same height. Mm-hmm. What do you think helped you in the world of like acceptance of your height mm-hmm. and comparing like your relationship oh, yeah. to? What do you think? Other I'm not as yeah. Heights. I was like five. <laughs> I'm almost. I'm five eight and a half ish. But I thought I was like massive <clears throat> when I was in high school. I was. I like towered over, especially like 14 that age, towered Mm -hmm. over all the people in my class. And there was a point where I didn't want to be tall anymore. And I thought if I stopped playing sports, which I didn't do, I was like, I'm not going to be tall if I just stopped playing sports. But now I think I, in college, I was like, I wish I was taller. I like loved wearing heels. I loved being tall. I sometimes still wish I was taller than I am now, but I, I can't remember when (laughs) that changed, but it took time. I feel like I definitely had to make a a conscious decision when I met Ned. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I did, uh, you know, I, I I adore my husband and yes, we are about the same height. But mm-hmm. yeah, when when we first met, I was like, okay, well, he's not, he's not super tall. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I kind of had to be like, is that okay with me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, you, you kind of, it, like... Maybe it comes with age or experience or... And I think it's like more comfort in your own body just because like you're still growing when you're 19, 18, 14, like that age of puberty where you're you're, you're still growing and you're still like discovering yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think it took time and... I think also that as you age, you understand the pressures and the gender roles that society has put on you rather Mm -hmm. than what you value and what you look at. Right? Yeah. So like society or those gender roles are, we're told that, Oh, you want a man that's bigger than you, stronger, can uh-huh. take care mm-hmm. of you. We're, you know, it's modern times. We don't really need that. We're not, you know, I would, I would actually argue that like it, it's when you accept your, you, right. you, like your height or, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, you accept your, your huge feet or your like, you know, enormous hands, you know, like something like that. Once you accept those things, then that actually sort of attracts people to you, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like manifesting, uh, actually manifesting, having a boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, then you, you can, you you sort of emanate confidence in, in a way that, that makes people very attracted to you, Mm -hmm. you know, friends as well. Not, not just like romantic partners, but Mm -hmm. like people want to be around you Mm -hmm. when you, when you like, you know, kind of have a, uh, when you accept yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like what RuPaul always says. <gasps> oh, I love yeah. that. Tell me yeah. more. <laughs> he always says, um, how in the hell? I quoted it so wrong one time on oh, this podcast. What did you say? To, I don't know, but you need to go back and <laughs> listen to it and be like, wow, fake fan number one. <laughs> fake <laughs> fan, fan number, number one. one. Right? Now you're going to make me feel like I'm saying it wrong. I'm like second guessing. Do it, do it. It's like that the la- end of every yeah. like RuPaul episode. Okay, yeah. like, you're not quoting, but. How in but... the hell are you going to love oh. somebody else if you can't even love yourself? Yeah. 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 Right? That's so true. And I think I said it the other way around. Are you going to love yourself? Are you going to love other people? Are you going to love yourself? Backwards and was like, oops. 
Oops. Yeah. I think it's a grass is always greener kind of situation too. Cause I could take that and plug it in with like being shorter. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Rachel mm-hmm. and I were just having this conversation. We've started doing baby dates where <gasps> Rachel, the girls and I go get coffee. Oh, <laughs> cute. Yeah, and um, cute. we have Rachel and I are like pretty similarly heighted. She's a little bit shorter than me, but like our proportions are pretty similar. Uh-huh. So we like talking about clothes and I was showing her Dakota Johnson. I was like, she is my style icon. She's my everything. Like, mm. I want to own every my outfit. Everything. She is my Whoa. everything. I love her. The thing with the limes, hilarious. <laughs> it's just a big joke on the world. Um, but Rachel was like, do you ever look at these like people that you admire, like these style icons and think, do I like their style or do I just like that she's 5'9", five, 5'10", five, uh-huh. and thin? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard to go beyond that. Yeah, it's hard to look past that when you're like, oh yeah, that is just a t-shirt and jeans. But I like it so much because I know I'll never look that way. Like jeans will always be too long on me if I don't get them tailored. Mm, yeah. So it's like, yeah, sort of that grass is always greener. She wants to be shorter. <laughs> yeah, I want to be taller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's always. Mm. And then when it comes to, you know, like finding somebody to do all those cuddly Valentine's Day things with. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, we've talked about being late bloomers on this podcast. Yeah. I, you know, I, yeah, I didn't have a boyfriend when I was 19. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. the sort of thing where, like, uh, you're, it, all these things will come with time. Mm-hmm. And COVID yeah. is hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh it's, my gosh. When I she said it she did it's unprecedented. No prom, no graduation. Not yeah. that those are like, I felt bad for kids when they were like, you know, there are bigger things in the world than like, who remembers their prom? Who remembers graduation? It's like, shut up, old people. I was like, (laughs) let these kids ruminate in their sadness right now because Mm -hmm. they've watched every teen movie under the sun and Uh they've watched kids go to prom and they've watched kids graduate. It does suck that they didn't get to do those Mm -hmm. things. It does. That is terrible. Even if they don't even, yeah, even if they don't even want to go, just being even have to be not even have the option to. Yeah. Yeah. But you can do all of the Valentine's day stuff with your friends. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, maybe not the like sexier parts of Valentine's day. If you're not into that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, could do those things with yourself. But... There we go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, truth I mean, or truth. <laughs> Valentine's day is a good excuse to have like a funny themed party where you like get together and watch a movie with friends or like a sappy romantic comedy Two years ago, we got into a party bus and had a dance party and got hot dogs together. As Becca, <laughs> tell us what you do for Valentine's Day every yeah, what are your plans, year. Year, I feel like it's already like Try Guys canon. Yeah, what, what I love is seeing people tag me and Keith in their Valentine's Day festivities because I feel like it sparked a nation of <laughs> Outback Steakhousers. Yeah. Single-handedly, you still should collect commission. Yeah. I, right? I was like, I should have an affiliate link for Outback. Yeah. Becky and Keith um, go to Outback. Yeah, we do Outback Steakhouse every year for Valentine's Day. And then we used to go see the Fifty Shades movies when they were mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once they were done being out, I think it was COVID. <laughs> yeah. That sounds right. And I was like, oh, no, that doesn't work. But this year we're going to rent that Marry Me movie with J-Lo and mm. uh, what's his name? Owen Wilson. Are we invited? Yeah, everyone's uh, always Outback invited. Obviously, thank you. Everyone's are you catering in Outback or what are you doing? Yeah, we're going to cater in because mm. Outback is still like kind of a scary place. Like we've gotten takeout from them before and it's like one of those 50-50 places where you walk in and you're like, nobody here believes in it. 100% nobody in this restaurant thinks that this is real. Like, let's leave. <laughs> let's get out. Fair enough. Um, But yeah, get some takeout. Watch a fun movie. Mm-hmm. 
Just Ew. enjoy, enjoy yeah. being where you are. Enjoy. Don't stress the about process. what you don't have. I yeah. feel like I feel like this this whole episode has just been about you know it's like manifesting. Enjoy the process. Be an optimist. Yeah. Believe in yourself. Believe, Believe in, in yourself. yourself. It's about yeah. the journey, not the destination. That's right. <gasps> yeah. Even skiing. <laughs> even skiing, yeah. guys. You didn't even know we could tie manifesting skiing and Valentine's Day all into a similar We wrapped it up idea. into a beautiful little red bow. Yeah. Beautiful bow. Mm-hmm. Guys, that is the end of our episode, though. Mm-hmm. Another one bites the dust. Maybe that's where it bites <laughs> it. it. I was like, bites that's, the dust. That's, Maybe that's, that's where what it comes I say, from. Bites the yeah, dust. bites the dust. Yeah. Another one eats the <laughs> pavement. Yeah, eat oh. pavement. I think I've heard that when like skateboarders fall, they yeah. eat yeah. pavement. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho, make sure you like, comment, <laughs> subscribe, download us wherever you get your podcasts, mm-hmm. and make sure you wash your hands, pee after sex, get oh, vaccinated, get boosted. Quick clarification, you should pee after sex even if it's just sex with yourself. Mm. Yep. Mm. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tip of the day. Yep. Tip of the day. Mm-hmm. Always be peeing. I know, I know we were talking <laughs> about, you know, a little, we, we, we were talking about self-love. I, yeah. You know, pee after that sex too. Pee after all, pee after anything goes near your coochie wooch. Yeah. And stay high. Or your peen or peen. Coochie wooch. Or your peenie ween. Or your peenie ween, depending on what's going on. (laughs) Woo woo, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.